the tribe The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. Hello and welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And today we're going to make fun of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. <laughs> you mean you were to make more of a joke out of it than the prosecution has? I don't even think that's possible. I'm just saying <laughs> they, he the the prosecution has given us fucking comedy gold and the amount of memes on the internet have proven it and the media's reaction and Hollywood's and the elite's reactions is even more hilarious. For example, I want to go to the Babylon Bee's article which Believe it or not, is actually correct in the headline. And it it shows LeBron James, his tweet where he said, What tears? I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into court. Now, <laughs> the Babylon oh. Bee's article is exaggerated, but somebody responded to his tweet with almost the exact same thing, but I'm going to use the Babylon Bee article because it's the one that I screenshotted because I laughed really hard. It says, that boy was fake crying, says man who bursts into tears whenever someone lightly brushes his elbow. Damn. (laughs) Ain't lying. (laughs) No, no, no. You know how you see uh, on football or, I'm sorry. This is America. Soccer. Where they're out on the paddock and then one guy brushes the other and he just flops on the ground, starts crying. That's LeBron James on the on on the on the basketball floor. It's like, oh my God. Or my favorite my one of my other favorite memes is a headline that starts CNN's Jeffrey Tubin says Kyle Rittenhouse is lucky it's not illegal to be an idiot. Now, <laughs> the reason that's funny, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin is the dude who got caught playing with his penis on a Zoom call. He was masturbating on a Zoom call. He was choking a chicken, pumping a gherkin. I mean, he was going for it. <laughs> a year ago. And this motherfucker has the balls. To say that Kyle is being stupid. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Oh my goodness. How failure to read the room. That's all I can say. Failure to read the room. No, 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 no. He read the room properly. He read the room properly. It's just that room hasn't read the rest of everybody else because they're just going off with their own little narrative. Did you see what CBS did? Kyle Rittenhouse admits that he murdered two, uh, three people, or however they said it. I'm like, but he didn't. It was in self-defense. You literally say he murdered them in self-defense. Like, how bad could you fuck up a sentence? <laughs> like, like, come on. All right. I swear. I just want to. I just want to throw this out there. I swear the prosecution is going for a mistrial because they don't want a not guilty verdict on their record. I'm telling you, it's got to be an acquittal. It cannot be a mistrial. I know he's trying. I know the prosecution is probably at this point going, fuck it, mistrial. We'll do this shit over again. <gasps> Maybe we won't call <laughs> no, any fucking witnesses. <laughs> when, when your key witness gets up there and goes, yeah, I pointed a gun at him and I didn't. And then he, I, I held my hands up and I, and, and I didn't think he was going to accept my surrender. So I started walking towards him like you have a gun and there's a gentleman that's already shot two people. And he's defending himself, and he's looking all around trying to find threats. And you don't think he's going to accept your surrender, and you walk towards him with a gun. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Oh, and 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 don't forget, he grabbed the fucking barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, one of my favorite memes about this, that particular incident, is when it says, So, you uh, fucked around and found out. Yes, that is correct. That's a Kenosha hat trick, folks. 
I, I, I don't understand. They, there are so many different things. Like, he's not even – the prosecution's not even going on things that matter. You try to be like, hey, so uh, you and this other kid like to play Call of Duty, right? He goes, yeah. He goes, and the whole point of that game is to kill other people, right? He goes, yeah. Don't you think – it's like, well, I don't understand where your line of questioning is coming from because it's a video game. It's not real. And I'm not the only one that plays Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm just going to scratch my head like, what the fuck? My favorite is somebody took that comment and made a meme where they made it Call of Duty Kyle Rittenhouse Edition. Where you're supposed to defend your business from a bunch of communists that are trying to take it over. (laughs) Please make this happen. I don't even play fucking Call of Duty, but I will buy that version. Dude, I hate Call of Duty. I would buy that in a heartbeat. Right? Fuck yeah, dude. I'd be like, yeah, let's go. So pull a hat trick, pull a hat trick, right? Can you pull a hat trick? Can you see it now? Kenosha hat trick achievement unlocked. (laughs) Wait, wait. I think one of my favorite ones is uh, there's a picture of of Trump on the Korean border talking to Kim Jong Un. He's got a skateboard. Oh, I love that one. Kim Jong Kim Jong Un is like, "Where'd you? Nice board. Where'd you get?" He goes, "I don't know. Some idiot in Kenosha didn't need it anymore." That is classic. I love that. (laughs) However, not everything is funny. Allow me to read you two headlines or two tweets, right? They go back to back. One is a reply, but I'll read you the original first. It's from the New York Times. Kyle Rittenhouse, who has idolized law enforcement since he was young, arrived in Kenosha on August 25th, 2020, with at least one mission, to play the role of police officer and medic. That night would end with him fatally shooting two men and wounding another. All right. I may not agree with the phrasing of it, but allow me to read you the reply. From one Patton Oswalt, a fucking pedophile in Hollywood, who makes jokes about pedophilia, responded with this. Charles Manson who loved dune buggies and idolized the Beatles, arrived in Los Angeles with dreams of recording success. A thwarted record deal and an address mix-up led to him expressing his grievances in a way that many have issue with. Are you seriously trying to link (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse, who killed for self-defense with a psycho cult leader? Tear! Do you have any response to that? <clears throat> that is the right Reverend Chum Jones to you, my dear sir. <clears throat> we you, get both birds. you get both birds. <laughs> I mean, think about it, though. Uh, it, it, it's gotten to the point where it doesn't matter. It's gone beyond the ridiculous and the absurd to the purely asinine at this point. Like You sit here looking at it. It's like you're trying to compare a man, a, a child who defended himself from criminals. And you're trying to denigrate that that behavior and say that he had no right. Now, what's funny is everybody seems to think that he had no business being in Kenosha, that he came there looking for a fight. You know what a lot of people don't know? His Do dad you, lives in Kenosha. His dad lives there. Like, it's his fucking community, too. <laughs> and everybody wants to talk about state lines. But let's be honest. He is literally closer Like, I live on the Florida-Georgia line. If I was to go into Valdosta, Georgia, that's like a 15-minute drive from my house, right? I didn't cross state lines to go to a totally different community. That was just like the closest fucking Walmart, right? That, That is essentially what happened. Is he literally took... 30 minute drive to go to a place that he worked and was asked to be there. As a matter of fact, reports came out. He got the weapon that he used from the fucking police department. Hmm. Let that seek in. So I got a joke for you. It interests me though. I I got a joke for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. So a pedophile, a domestic abuser and a felon. I'll walk into a bar. And St. Kyle says, shots are on me. Oh. <laughs> You're wrong for that. You are wrong for that. Don't care. <laughs> um, Let's put it this way. I would rather be a devil 
in alliance with truth than an angel in alliance with falsehood. Yeah. Well, that's fair. And I think what most people don't realize is it's not only is it his place of, of employment, it's also his community. That's where he spends. He's got two, you know, he lives in both places. Like, I don't understand, but everybody wants to be, well, he had no business being in Kenosha. Then why the fuck were you there burning shit down? Exactly. A lot of people and the reporters that are that were on the scene that were that spent that whole summer of love traveling across the country following protests could identify individuals that showed up at other protests, which is how they knew the fucking Q shaman was a plant because they recognized that dude from other places. It's how they recognized some of the people that were in Kenosha were actually professional agitators. They were the best equipped. There, There's a thing known as the Antifa snack van, right? And mm-hmm. it travels to all these places. So they know, but let's be honest, they don't care about Kyle Rittenhouse. Not at all. They don't care about him at all. They care about teaching you a lesson and me a lesson. About what happens if you try to fight back and protect your community or yourself. Unfortunately, yeah. Be of no, do not be deceived. This case will determine where this country goes when it comes to the Second Amendment. If you do not have the right to defend yourself when you have been repeatedly attacked, when people are screaming at you and chasing you and coming at you with a gun, if you, if that is not the clearest case of self-defense, then there is no clear there is no right to self defense in this country. If he spends one hour in jail we longer have than failed. he has. Well, I mean, they gotta wait for the trial. I mean, let let's be honest. We we can call hypocrisy all you want. When a when a student in Texas can shoot four people and be out because he was on bullied. bail regardless of why, right? They can claim self-defense there if they want. I don't fucking care. I think it's bullshit, but I don't care. So he's in for, he's in jail for less than 24 hours. His bail is $75,000. I think that's what the bail was. He's out. He shot four people. Kyle shot three people. Two of them fatally. I know the other one wasn't fatal, but let's put things in perspective. In probably the greatest, most well-documented case of self-defense this country has ever fucking seen. Right? He spends over a year in jail because they cannot raise the funds because his bond is $2 million. And... When people tried to raise the money on GoFundMe, they canceled the GoFundMe. If you mentioned anything that praised Kyle Rittenhouse to this day, you're banned off of Facebook, you're banned off of Twitter, you're banned off of Instagram. Now, I know there's trying to change that, email because it's court-related, but if you speak because of their policies when dealing with a mass shooter... Right, that's that's how Facebook is using it to demonize him. Is it still Facebook, or did they change it to uh, beta? Meth? I don't. I don't know. I can't remember which one. Is it? Is it Betaverse? Beta? Meta? Meta? That's what it was. Meta. Is it that yet? Fuck if I know. I've been banned off of it for a good minute. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Like I have one account that I have no idea how it's still there. (laughs) Because they nixed every other one I have. Right. So. Here's what I don't get. Hey, you want to know the difference? I'll say it. I'll say what everybody, you know, what's been unsaid, what people are scared to say. You know what the difference is? Skin color? Yeah. Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse is white. Now, here's something else that's different that people don't want to actually take into consideration. That, 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 uh. Darker complected individual that decided to go for a shooting <laughs> spree walks in and starts shooting a place where he was not being attacked at that time. 
He was not being assaulted. He was not. There was nothing going on. He walks into a school and shoots people, right? Kyle Rittenhouse is trying to defend property, defend his job, defend his community, and then defend himself from rioters, looters, criminals. He went there first as a medic. When he was when he was called by his mother, when he was interviewed, he was there to be a medic. As a matter of fact, he gave away his body armor initially because to somebody who was actually going to stand in line to defend the businesses because he was only going to play the role of medic. But as the night progressed, it got progressively more dangerous. I know people are going to say, well, why didn't you leave? Listen to the testimony of these people that are telling you it got out of hand really fucking quick. Not only that, but let's be honest. They know they're already planning fucking riots. Yep. When he gets acquitted, even if it's a mistrial, Chicago PD has already canceled officers days off in preparation for civil unrest. Uh, uh, with the results of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. As America braces for an acquittal. Even the fucking media. As much as they want to twist that. No he's going to be fucking acquitted. Because it was wrong. And guess what. They don't fucking care. They've already judged him. In the court of popular opinion. And their their court of popular opinion. Only exists in the left side of the internet. They're already, uh, what's his face? I can't remember the name of the, the governor. Is already um, calling for the National Guard to be ready in Kenosha. Yeah. So tell me, so tell me, I'll say this. So, so what's privilege again? What's privilege again? It sounds to me like privilege would be the ability to plan a violent riot with looting, assault, arson and potentially murder because you didn't get your way because someone was found not guilty of a crime he did not commit all because you happen to be a darker complexion or on the side of someone with a darker complexion that's fucking privilege yeah i mean that is why they found chauvin guilty of all the charges do i think that he was guilty of some of them yes do i think they found him guilty of all of them because they manipulated the jury they manipulated the jury by having political figures calling them to do the right thing. That should no, have that been a fucking, fucking mistrial them. right there. And they doxed him. They tried to dox this jury. And the they, judge... Not, not, not tried. They did. No. the Before the video got out that showed the jury in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, the judge had the security officers delete it and return the phone and said that if they were... Show it again. <laughs> if it got showed again, that they sit here and they were going to confiscate the phone permanently. They should have. But here's Steven Crowder. He, d- he did a tweet today, right? If you accuse, and there is so much truth in this. If you accuse Kyle Rittenhouse of faking tears from being forced to relive the trauma of having to shoot violent, armed, child rapists and arsonists. But you claim PTSD from being called the wrong pronouns? You might be an asshole. Oh, I would say it like you're a bitch. Well, I didn't write... He's nicer. Tweet, so. he, he, he's nicer than I am. Yes. Okay, here are, here are some of the tweets that they are saying that are already on fucking Twitter. How come I can't speak Kyle Rittenhouse's name in a positive light? I can't talk about the COVID vaccine. I can't talk about COVID. All of these things, I can't say anything about race and or January 6th, or I'll be removed from the platform. By the way, Pissed Vet just got banned from TikTok again. I just saw that. <laughs> it's like, holy so, shit, girl. If I say anything like that, I can lose all of my social media presence. But these two tweets, which are just two examples, they get more violent, but I don't want to throw those out there. Here's this one. If Kyle Rittenhouse has found anything other than guilty, we riot the streets of our cities until he's dead. Or, I'm willing to contribute to the bail fund of whoever pulls a Jack Ruby on Rittenhouse once he's acquitted and exits the courthouse. This child 
Because that's what he is. This child, his life, whether found guilty or innocent, will never be the same. If he is acquitted and found not guilty, there will be people that will be hunting him down for the rest of his life. His mother, their businesses that they worked on, that they built, are gone. The Rittenhouse name has been destroyed. It, it's become poison. All not because, because they did anything wrong. It, if he's found innocent, it's not going to matter. People are going to be gunning for this man forever. Forever. And it is because of tweets like this that some motherfucker is going to sit here and try to think that he's going to be this national fucking hero that's going to take a pot shot at a poor innocent man. And social media will be absolutely fucking silent about it. The media oh, will be it. absolutely they'll, silent. They'll applaud it. They'll They'll have his GoFundMe. They'll have everything. And you know what pisses me off about that? Do you know what the difference between the right and the left is in this situation? Mm. Odin, here's the difference. See, the left will riot if he's if he's found not guilty, if he's acquitted, if there's a mistrial. They're going to riot because they didn't get their way. The right will do nothing. They will sit there and allow this travesty to happen just to keep the fucking peace. This is exactly why I say that summertime patriots are so dangerous. Because they will sit there and allow this to happen just to maintain peace. And they're giving up rights. And that's what that's what the difference will be. If he was a if if he's actually found guilty, do you think anybody will fight? They fucking better. I mean they let's, should. They 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 should they should do exactly what the left is accusing of doing. Not Riot, but do fucking something. Go break that motherfucker out of jail if he spends time in jail. Because let's be honest. If if you're a politician, you're in the FBI, say they were pure. We know they're not. We know they're fucking dirty. Who cares? All right. Say they were pure and they're faced with a decision. You're the jury. Somebody's reached out to you and talked about your family in a way that you may not like. And says, look, it's sitting in that jury room going, we can either find him guilty and it'll be a travesty of justice, but there'll be an appeal and he'll get out, which is what I'm sure happened in the Chauvin jury room too. He'll get a mistrial. mistrial. Yeah, he'll get a mistrial and he'll get out. But our families are safe. And they're not going to riot and destroy our towns. Possibly destroying the property values and burning my house to the ground. Or we can do the right thing and acquit him. And And everything burns. They're going to go after my family. They're going to go after him anyhow. Maybe being in jail is good for him. It'll keep him safe. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Because look, it look, 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 because it's the same thing that I warned about with the fucking election and the Supreme Court. Just because they're there doesn't mean that they're going to side with Donald Trump when it came to the election results, and they're not going to examine it. Why? Because the Supreme Court was fucking doxxed. People were outside of their houses, and if you have a choice between the group of people who are going to hold actual peaceful protests and be upset but fucking move on, or you're going to pick the one that's going to burn the fucking country down, which side do you capitulate to? The side that's going to fucking burn the country down because they're already waiting outside of your house with fucking flint and steel and dynamite. Well, maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe, and I, I've always hated riots, and I don't like riots, but here's the difference between what the right and the left will do. If the right decides to do this, it'll be, it won't be a riot. 
it'll be an occupation. But maybe it's time we start actually making consequences for you not following the law, following the Constitution. Maybe we should start raising hell. I'm telling you that the reason he will be found guilty, if he's found guilty, will be for those reasons. And that is it. Because the right won't do shit, and the left will burn the fucking country to the ground. Maybe if there were penalties for riots, like, oh, I don't know, I wish a motherfucker would policy, where if you riot, you're fucking considered a domestic terrorist, and anybody with a motherfucking gun can put your ass down. Oh, you mean like parents that disagree with CRT? No. I mean actual domestic terrorists. (laughs) Think about it. If you really need any any proof that the priorities are so fucking skewed, look at that. Rioters can get away with doing all that, and then they get what they want in the end because people will appease them. Right? But you can't speak out against your child having a, a mask forcibly taped to their face. Oh, that fucking em- story pissed me off. Or, or you know, yeah, or the fact that they're going to, you know, vaccinate your child against your... Using implied consent laws. Yep. If you send your child to school, they are using implied consent. Well, you knew that we were vaccinating your children. So by you sending them to school, you are giving your implied consent. That is what they're actually fucking doing already. Let that sink in. If you let your child attend a public school, they can be vaccinated without your fucking permission. Because of implied consent. That is what they're talking about right now. It's not a far stretch to say that pretty soon pedophiles will be teaching in your schools and doing things to your children because, well, you knew it was there and you implied consent by sending them. Pedophiles are already teaching your children. Yeah, You need a better example of that. Look at the fucking transgendered kid that decided it was okay to rape girls in the bathroom and he's basically, everybody's like, well, you shouldn't be, you know, you should have defended yourself. No, how about drag queen story hour in public libraries? Okay, like, come on, what the hell? Wait, wait, wait. One of them, well, several of them, but one of them was a convicted sex offender. A pedophile sex offender. And then when people found out, they went, oops, okay, we'll get a different one. this, this, This current society makes me want to murder people. Well, at this point, I'm ready to go all fucking boondock saints on people. Destroy that which is evil so that that which is good may flourish. We're fast coming to the point where it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter what is right, what is wrong. What matters is who has the ability to enforce it. Yeah. We, look, I have said it. I said it when I was on TikTok and people disagreed with me, but allow me to say it here because nobody can disagree. Well, you might, but still. I can say it. No, fuck you. You're wrong. (laughs) Both birds again, bitch. So here's what I said. We are not a nation of laws, and we never have been. We are a nation of wills, and always have been. For example, when slavery, when we believed that slavery was wrong, when we had the will, it didn't matter that slavery was legal. Our will changed it. When we believed that women needed the vote, it didn't matter that it was illegal. We changed it. When we believe that our country is headed in the wrong fucking direction and that we need to stand up and fight and remove this fucking government, even though they're trying to make laws that says we can't, but guess what, bitch? The Declaration of Independence and the Constitution are the supreme law of the land, and they get the Supremacy Clause, which means that every other fucking law is subordinate to those two fucking documents. And guess what? The Declaration of Independence says we can remove your ass, and there ain't a goddamn thing that you can do about it. 
Now, I'm sorry. I know that I'm supposed to be this fucking peace and love Christian. But guess what? We're in a fucking war. And we're in war footing. Which means we need to fucking act like we're at war. It started out as a culture war. It was a cold war. It was an information war. Guess what? The left is already treating it like it's a fucking hot civil war. And the Republicans and the fucking people that sit here and stand around and don't do anything and go, gee, that's terrible. Guess what? Last year, when I moderated for channels, multiple channels that sit here and covered the riots, I would tell them they need to fucking start using... Bullets to remove these motherfuckers and stop them because if not, they let that genie out of the bottle. Oh no, oh no, 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 you can't do that. That'll sit here and look bad for Trump. He already fucking lost. It didn't matter. They were not going to let him get a second term. If he wanted to be law and order, he should have fucking acted like law and order. What do you do when a dog bites? You put that fucker down. Oh, shit. That sounds familiar. Yeah, you say it all the time. I just still in your line. <laughs> you hold well, no, you're right. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do it again. You hold those motherfuckers accountable for their actions. <laughs> you fucking put them down. You do not debate with them. You do not try to find a middle ground. You put those motherfuckers under the ground. Why? Because they actually are the enemy and given the power and the authority, they would do the same to you. You Whoa, don't They already tried. They you already tried. They already have. Yeah. They're, okay, just by the, the nature of them being part of this leftist progressive movement they've get, they're getting away with murder as we speak with assault as we speak with rioting with looting with attacking people as we speak yeah they're robbing people in their stores walking in taking what the fuck they want and walking out and when you try to stop them you're the fucking criminal do you realize that we're at the point that if somebody was to sit here and come and shoot or rape your wife, your daughter, your son, your friend, break into your house, commit a sexual assault, and you kill them, you will get in more fucking trouble than they will? Let no, that sink I, I, what's in. Funny is, what's funny is now you and I have both mentioned this several times. We talked about how violence is a last resort, how it should never be your first turn. But we're at a point where... It's not even violence. It's just self-preservation at this point. They're after your job. They're after your kids. They're after your families. They're after your rights. They're after everything that it is to be American. And they're after your life. They, If you are not vaccinated, they want to kill you. They wish death upon you. If you do not, if you are guilty of wrong think or wrong speak, they're calling for your death. They're calling for your incarceration. Motherfucker Gene, Gene Simmons from Kiss said yeah, that you are said, said that you, you know, that motherfucker took my dose of needles. I'm just saying that you I, I I donate them to him because he's gonna fucking need them. He calls you a fucking domestic terrorist, evil and the fucking enemy if you don't get vaccinated. You cannot negotiate with these people anymore. Don't attempt it. Don't attempt to rationalize. You cannot, you cannot change the mind of someone who does not have one. You cannot change the mind of someone who wishes, Ill, uh, who wishes that you did not exist. He was willing to put you in the ground and feel justified in doing it. If you want to be a martyr and you want to stand up and you want to be like, no, I'm going to, I'm not going to defend myself. Good. Fine. I don't care. Go do it. But if you expect me to be a martyr or to stand by and watch my children, my wife, my family sit here and be prosecuted or be uh, persecuted because of your fucking stance, guess what? You are the good men who do nothing, who do nothing. And I will be the monster that my family needs. Don't ever doubt that fact. And that's the worst thing. Now, here's the thing. People like us, if we're left alone, if we're left alone to live our lives, 
to have our liberties and have our freedoms, have our rights that we've had. If we're left alone, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to go look for a fight. But the problem is you can't you won't do that. The left will not do that. And hell half the right won't either. Nope. And that's the problem we've run into. We have run into a bunch of people that are milk toast. We have run into a bunch of people that are like most libertarians I know. They can't pick a side because they're scared to rock a fucking boat. So they sit there in the middle and act like a mediator, which is, is hysterical to me because I sit there and realize that when you try to do that, that means neither side actually trusts you. And when it really comes down to it, you're going to be the first to go because they don't trust you. But not only that, you have traded security for your liberty. You have traded a sense of safety for your rights. And according to Thomas Paine, you deserve neither. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin? Yeah. I'll get that right one of these days. I don't think I've gotten the whoever said that quote right yet. <laughs> nope. But, but like, the simple fact of the matter is, though, it, it's true, and I hate it because I have always been that person that says I am capable of violence when necessary, but I never like to use it because I think that there should be a way for you to reason or, or a, a legal or a peaceful way, but there is no way to do that. They showed us year after year after year with these BLM riots, and then that summer of love, it showed us that no one will stand up. Oh, but in the tier, face of criminal. Was, oh, tier, but it was the uh, it was the lockdowns. They they couldn't resist because they were afraid of a virus. Tell me how that. Uh, tell me how this makes sense. You know what? You know what? I, I'll put it to you this way. It's funny to me that Austria, which you would think with their history would know better than this, but Austria has decided that there is no reason for them not to return to normal. There's no reason for them to allow the unvaccinated to prevent them from going back to normal. They'll simply just restrict, incarcerate, and intern them in concentration I, camps. I showed you the video of the internment camps in Australia yeah. that aren't scheduled to be completed until 2024. Do you think this is really going to fucking change back? Do you really no. think the rule of law matters when a judge says, hey, your mandate is unconstitutional and stops it. And Joe Biden and his administration, the shits and giggles administration, decides that they don't like that. So they tell small businesses to ignore the judge. Your government, small businesses, your small government businesses. I'm a federal contractor. Gone. I'm a federal contractor. And guess what? Despite the fact that it's on hold right now, I'm on a deadline. I either get the vaccine and I comply, or I get a religious exemption that they're not going to give me, or I'm terminated. So I want you to go look up Elijah Schaefer, uh, his website. I don't remember which one it is. He has religious exemption paperwork, and he's already got approvals from multiple states all over the country of people that have accepted it, even federal contractors. I may have to look into it. I refuse. What's funny is that they're like, well, it's not, uh, we're not making you take the vaccine. We're just going to fuck with your livelihood until you do. We're going to lock you down until you comply. We're going to do this, this, and this. You know, we're not going to allow you to live a normal life unless you do exactly as we tell you. I was like, oh, but wait, I don't forget what we talked about last episode. It may not fucking matter. They may just poison the air, the water, and the fucking food supply with this vaccine, which then isn't a vaccine. It's fucking RMA gene therapy that they're going to fucking make all these wonderful GMO shit and fucking just spread it throughout the food chain. So you'll have no choice but to get vaccinated. Oh, wait, hold on. But they're also going to sit here and give you the ability to have these pills that you take every day, twice a day. Guess what? They're motherfucking ivermectin. They just raised the price from being a dollar a fucking pill to $700 a fucking pill. Congratulations, you're making the... Hey, wake the fuck up, people! I mean, seriously. It is not about COVID. It is about... Control. They Always want to control you. Because I hate to tell you this, when a government realizes that an emergency will allow them to have the control and the power that they want, 
they will generate an emergency every time they want to increase it. It started with, I mean, it started before, but the Patriot Act was a great one. We decided that we were going to surrender part of our liberty so that we could have some temporary safety. We were told that this will make us safe. We're only going to spy on we're only going to spy on terrorists. We're only going to spy on a few Americans who have questionable backgrounds. Uh, we're only going to spy on some domestic terrorists, and now they spy on all of you. You know the and I, I'm younger than most people, and I was I was very young when 9/11 happened. But it always struck me as odd as I was growing up. I started realizing something. This is maybe where I got red pilled. All right. My whole family are Democrats. I'm the I'm the Republican. I'm the, the constitutionalist. Maybe where I got red pilled is when I started realizing that when we would go to the airport to go travel, we were the ones that got searched. While the people that were the same, you know, the people that that, that looked an awful lot like the guys that flew planes into the towers couldn't be touched. You couldn't touch the you couldn't touch them because that was uh Islamophobic. That was that was being discriminatory. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like I never agreed with the idea of the Patriot Act to begin with, but if you're gonna keep us safe from let's say Islamic terrorists, maybe you should search Islamists instead of Christians. Ah right? But or maybe you should check the guy that's wearing a fucking burqa in the back rather than me with wearing, you know, a Hawaiian t shirt that probably should be illegal because hideous as fuck but <laughs> wait wait no no you don't understand okay you know what my ensemble is i'm just going to go off on a side note here you laugh about this. here was my ensemble growing up i had them god awful crinkly loud windbreaker pants in the neon colors with a hawaiian print turtleneck sh shirt no, no, you should be stopped at every TSA fucking <laughs> right? checkpoint and like, strip like, like I, I would have, I would have searched me too. I'd be like, no, no, there's something wrong with this person. Yeah, well, jokes aside, though, when you realize that the people that caused the problem were not the ones that got searched, when you and, realize that you have traded it, and then they what? came out, and then they came out with the full body X-ray machines, where it says, oh, they don't, they just scan you and they don't keep the images. That was proven a lie. They do keep the images. They can see here and see women's underclothes. That they can see the children's underclothes. That they can see their naked bodies. And we were okay with it. It was for peace and safety. I you know, know that. Me. I know that term peace and safety is biblical, but it's a warning, not a fucking encouragement to go farther down the path. Well, like, uh, how many times have we heard that? It's an 87-year-old grandma got searched. The five-year-old got searched. Oh, what the fuck? We've given this up, and this is what we've allowed to happen. And now it's gone from being the Islamic extremists to the patriotic Americans that actually give a damn about this nation. Well, I hate to tell you, but I warned about the Bubba effect years and years ago where the government made plans to go after Bubba, the American. And it started because they were worried about Islamophobia. Right after 9-11, they were worried about Islamophobia from some redneck grabbing a gun. And they did not, they made contingency plans for how to deal with Bubba. Well, guess what? Those plans never went away. They just expanded them and decided to change Bubba to anybody they don't fucking agree with. Surprise, here we are. I warned people. Everybody sit here and laughed or had never even heard of the Bubba effect. Do you know what's amusing is you and I are probably now on a fucking list and we've got we've got the FBI coming to our door tomorrow. I'm already on But the list. sad part is like, the sad part is we've reached a point where this is not the nation either one of us grew up. It's not the nation that you signed up to protect. Well, that's fucking true. This is very true. You know, it's so funny that they sit here and we record our podcast on a very specific platform. 
And the reason that we do that is because it's supposed to be one of the most secure ones. So until I publish the podcast, they're not going to know what's going to hit them. So <laughs> <laughs> True, but I know we got some FBI agent going, wait, what the fuck? You can't say that. <laughs> it's like, what are they doing this time? Why? Uh, I'm not a... Okay. I am someone who prefers to be peaceful when I can. And I'm also someone who understands that violence is necessary from time to time because you cannot, you know, when you're dealing with animals, when you're dealing with people that no longer care, when you're dealing with barbarians, sometimes the only way to get something solved is to show that the buck stops here and that enough is enough. This is a line you will not cross. This is my blood rock. And it's sad that we've come to that point where it no longer matters who you vote for. It no longer matters what the Constitution says. It no longer matters what the law actually says. And it does. All that matters. All that matters is what people feel, and what one set of totalitarian shits and giggles decide is good for us. When did we become when, uh, Americans? We were the we were the assholes that said, "Hey, don't t- don't press that button." Click, 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 click. Why not? Why can't I press the button? You know, hey, we're going to tax you on the tea. Okay, we're going to turn the Boston Harbor into the largest teapot in the fucking world. Try me. That's what we were. We were people who stood up for what we believed was right. And now we're sitting here. (laughs) No, we're allowing. Now we're sitting here where a BLM who were classified as as a terrorist group under Trump. And I don't think they are now. Right now we are letting BLM get in a argument with the mayor elect about reinstating a program that decreased crime in New York City. BLM thinks it's racist. The mayor well, maybe if you weren't committing the fucking crime. The mayor elect, be. who is black by the way, which I think is hilarious, right? Who is black by the way, the says we're gonna do it and they're clashing. Um, I'm sorry. He's the mayor, and you are who? You they're reap, the leader of the mob. You reap what you sow. When you give the mob power, when you acquiesce, when you give them attention, it grows. It's a you give them an inch, it takes a mile. I mean, how many times have I told people that? Whenever we were dealing with people that were trolling us or people that were trying to pick a fight with us, we kept saying no. Do not engage. Do not feed the troll. The troll will starve. That's what you do with people like this. You do not give them any credence. You do not give them any validity. But we've done that. We have literally turned a domestic terrorist organization into a political force. Yep. Because we gave them power. And here's what's stupid. I understand. Racism is a real thing. All right? But until it became really political and like the last, what, in the 90s and the early 2000s, when I grew up, I didn't give a damn about your race. Nobody gave a damn about your race. Nope. But it's become political. And then they fan it back up again. And now your color of your skin dictates your worth. That is how far this woke bullshit has gone. Yep. The color of your skin determines your worth, and that's what we're fighting. We're fighting that you know, your skin tone should not make you less, you know, less than someone else. And to do that, we're going to make sure that uh, your skin tone makes you less than someone else. How do people not see this? Wake up! Yep, it was the... If you were all of a sudden given the power, people wouldn't stop getting hurt. It'd just be different people getting hurt. <laughs> I'm telling you, even when you don't think I'm paying attention, I'm paying attention. I like it. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's really come down to the point where Americans are the enemy. Red-blooded, patriotic Americans that believe in liberty, justice, and the pursuit of happiness. If right? you believe that you have... If you believe that you have... God-given rights. Inalienable And they don't line up, yeah, inalienable rights that don't line up with the current status quo, you are the fucking enemy. And when that happens, there is only one solution. 
and I, I hate it. I don't want to hear it, but it's true. We've reached a point where where we have acquiesced for so long. We have kept the peace for so long. We have neutered ourselves for so fucking long that we've reached a point of no return. There is no peaceably finding your way out of the situation. Yep, that's why we say prepare, make a plan, execute that plan. Because I already told you, I know that we had talked about that we have like 60 days to prepare. You know, you were saying November, or not November, uh, the end of December. And I told you that I believe that they were going to make a move for all the people that are on their lists around a family holiday. So that the people aren't prepared. They're, they're sleeping with their family, good times, they've imbibed in alcohol. And they're going to come for all of the dissidents. And I predict that it's going to be right around. It's either going to be Thanksgiving or it's going to be Christmas Eve. Maybe not Christmas remember, Eve, maybe Christmas. But it's remember what I told be, you earlier? What? I literally stopped drinking. Yeah, because of this. Because of this. Because I, I realized that at, at any time, it doesn't matter. The fact is that we speak truth, the truth that people are not willing to handle. Truth that people even on our own side are not willing to accept. They want to ignore it because it's inconvenient. Because it's harsh. Because it's true. And if we disappear, you will know why. If all of a sudden, if all no, no, no. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about they ban our podcast. I'm talking about they come and fucking get us. (laughs) I know what I'm, I'm saying. That still doesn't stop me. I know that is a legitimate threat. I know this because, uh, what, about two months ago, I got pulled over. I got pulled over in my own town by people who known me my whole life. I got pulled over by two deputies, state troopers, because I was considered <clears throat> an extremist, and they had to interview me. Yeah, well, And I'm not the only person this has happened to. Yeah, I know. And I'm sitting here like, this is a real thing. If if nothing happens to you, if you're not getting banned, if you're not getting blocked, if you're not getting censored, if no one's trying to make you uncomfortable, you're not doing enough. Yeah. I mean, fucking pissed vet guy. You know, it's a good thing she started her podcast. You know, <laughs> but she's banned on TikTok again. Like, have you ever noticed that the people that do the most that try to help the most, that try to sped, spread the word, wake people up and find truth, are the ones that get blocked. blocked They're the ones that banned. get sent. They get blocked. They get banned. They get censored. They get no. We get people, shadow banned. We get people who don't make a damn fucking bit of difference, who get banned because they decide they want to say one or two inflammatory things, and somebody doesn't like it because there's petty fucking shit. But the people who speak on legitimate issues that get banned, I'm not talking about the fucking TikTok drama that's going on right now. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm gonna be honest. It I'm talking about people like like Patriot Two A Mama, yeah, or Two A Patriot Mama that, or that spreads vet awareness, that, that brings awareness for actual topics, actual subjects that matter, and they get banned. Not they got banned because they were chasing clout. But because they sit here and took a fucking principled stand, they get banned. Wait, my turn. They're your airwaves. Take them back. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's... (laughs) I actually found that and and watched the entire thing. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. Do you like it? Oh, dude, <laughs> I love it. But, you know, I keep thinking of this and I keep thinking of how many people that we know that think they're ready or think that they're doing something. This is not Red Dawn. This is not a movie. This is not going to be easy. It's not going to be clean. It's not going to be sanitized. It's not going to be glorious. It's going to be dirty. Well, it's going to be hard. It's going to be they, painful. What did they say in The Patriot? When he said, when they talked about war and he said, know this. It will not be fail. It will be not be fought on some distant shore. It will be fought in your towns, in your homes, brother against brother, 
family against family. Your children will see violence and bloodshed firsthand. And when I tell people, what is your bloodline? What is the, where is your blood rock? What point can they cannot cross? Or what part can they not cross? And I want them to think. Think it out. Are you ready to die? Now, are you ready for your child to die? Are you ready for every, you you we're not talking about, you know, we're talking about the last line of the Declaration of Independence. We pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. You're pledging your family there, too. The lives of your loved ones. Have you really thought it out? When it comes to the decision on the unvaccinated, vaccinated thing, if you decide to stay unvaccinated and it starts to get hard, have you really thought it out? Are you willing to lose your home? Are you willing to lose your job? Are you willing to let your daughter, your son, your wife starve? Are you willing to go that far? Are you willing to go? Do you have that depth of faith, that strength of character to make those decisions when it really matters? That is what you need to ask yourself. And that is the answer that you need soon, like tomorrow. Role play that scenario. If you lose your job, where do you go? We have people that took the vaccine that we know and we don't bury them any ill will. We know why they did it. But they tell us, I'm not going to take the third one. I'm not going to take the fourth one. I'm not going to take the fifth one. Okay. We'll see. Have you thought it out? For somebody who hasn't taken any of them, that decision is easier to make because they haven't taken any of them. For they those taken of you that who, step. Yeah, for those of you that have already taken that step, I bear you no ill will. I hope nothing bad happens. But let's look at it realistically. You've already made that decision once. When your child is starving, your job, your house, your cars, all of your worldly possessions are about to be lost. All you have to do is submit one more time. And it's so easy. And what's funny is I'm not I, I'm not talking to you. I'm not pontificating from a moral high ground here. We've all done it. We're all guilty of it. We've done it for so long that it's almost second nature where we comply, where we compromise, where we make that decision. It's hard to stand up for what you believe. It will never be easy. If it was easy, then you need to reevaluate where you stand. Yeah. But eventually you're going to have to find that place. Yeah. You already got your double dose of the vaccine. What's one more booster shot? It means that my child can eat. I won't lose my job. I won't lose my house. It's just another jab. It's like I can see my family for the holidays. Yeah. I, my, my grandma is sick. I need to go see her. I already took the two. It's so much easier to take the third. You've already made that decision. You've already opened up that possibility that you could do it. You may not have liked the side effects for the two, but everything is showing that the third vaccine is less dangerous than the first two. And on and on and on it goes. Americans Once have you... done it. We're good at compromise. We like to think that we can go along to get along, that we can compromise, that we can find that middle ground. Guess what? They want you in that middle ground. Well, let me say this. Let me say, you know what a good compromise is? You pick you and I, you do you, I do me? No, that's not a compromise. An actual compromise, when you're talking about negotiation, a successful compromise is a compromise that leaves both parties feeling the pain, but satisfied with the, with the result. Both sides lose something. 
but they're satisfied with the median ground that they have found. What you're facing now isn't compromise. It's acquiescence. What you're facing is that the left takes and takes and takes and takes and doesn't give anything, and the right just gives. We've that's been that, what way. The difference. We've been that yeah. way for decades. Oh, uh, and that's the problem, though. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's like we're misusing the term compromise. That's not a compromise. That is acquiescence. That is compliance. That is spineless. That is, wait, lacking the strength of your own convictions. Very good. All right. So, reached another episode. This one will actually be airing on my 19th wedding anniversary. I was about to give you a shout out and say happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you, though, because I always say something funny at the end. It'll be like, happy anniversary, you old fart. <laughs> oh, 19 years that you ain't killed me yet. <laughs> I was going to say, man, she must be getting sainthood status at some point. <laughs> she, she does. One more year. One more year and she's a registered saint. You know, I was gonna say you should you should wait and be like, no, one more day. <laughs> a lot can happen in a year. One year, one day. There you go. After twenty years, because uh, our wedding anniversary is nineteen this year. Next year is twenty. So if we're still here and if we're still free, <laughs> I've got plans. <laughs> All right, I'm both. I'm both terrified and intrigued by that. <laughs> I'm gonna bring people back from the dead, but let's not go there. So anyhow, so thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tear, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Wait, bring people back from the dead? Yes, bring people <laughs> back from the dead. Shh, it's a secret. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.